Hello, my name is Eli, and you are listening to 2-Bit Heroes, a homebrewed Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. I will keep this short and sweet, so here's what you need to know for this first episode. Our group has played a handful of modules set in the Falcon's Hollow area using 1E rules with Sarah as our DM. So now I'm taking over, and this is my first time as Dungeon Master. Please bear with me. We've just rebuilt our characters in 2E, and you will be joining us at level four. Last thing, if you like the show, please subscribe, find us on social media, tell your friends, or leave a review. We'd really appreciate any help getting started. Thank you for listening. The hush of winter has fallen upon Falcon's Hollow, a logging town eking out a life from the dark moonwood, itself in the shadow of the towering peak of Droskar's crag. The residents of Falcon's Hollow now embrace the quiet that comes with the colder months, storing away their harvest bounty and, hopefully, setting aside the horrors they faced the summer before. First, the townfolk narrowly survived a plague thanks to the efforts of a band of ragtag heroes, now called the Falcons Four. These heroes then cemented their place in the hollow through a daring rescue of several missing children from a band of kobolds, and some suspect they even had a hand in the mysterious Harvest Carnival, although the townsfolk can't quite remember the details of that story. Two weeks ago, on Starfall Day, the residents gathered at the harbor's edge to watch the annual meteor shower that marks the beginning of winter. It was on this day that two of the Falcon's four unceremoniously left the hollow. First noticed missing was the sorcerer Gwen, who left a simple note to her compatriots that a clue in her search for her father led to the frozen north, and so she must follow. In her absence, her burgeoning cult of personality has faded. The street urchins who once clamored over Gwen scarves and Gwen carnival masks now sneak through the newly constructed booths of the annual Belltide Market, filching squares of ginger cake and handfuls of roasted chestnuts from the stalls. The absence of the ninja, Nomasaki, was noted a week later, after his compatriots found a note written in scrawl they could not s- decipher. But the note was covered in the distinct flash powder that the mysterious gnome carried about his person at all times. Now on the first day of the wreathing season, we find the remaining two of the Falcon's Four strolling the stalls of the Belltide Market. Will our heroes soon find themselves in a situation more prickly than a bramble of holly? <laughs> and this is where I imagine intro music would go. Yeah, exactly. Great. Okay. <laughs> that seems appropriate. Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I found the knob for my mic because I was like almost trying to crack up time i was like yes this do not look at me i'm not looking do not look in my direction bar- how gonna, dare you we're gonna put a barrier up yeah um okay congratulations you just did your first flavor text thanks it was like a gazillion years long Dang, welcome to i think flavor i'm sweating town. um okay <laughs> uh 
Uh, all right. So the Belltide market has sprung up seemingly overnight in Falcon's Hollow, lining both sides of the street that lead to the upper market. Booths selling hot drinks, meats, cakes, nuts, toys, and other crafts draw crowds from all the lumber towns in this corner of Andorran. Towering high above the crowd is Dante Blackthorn, the half-orc redeemer of the goddess Serenray, the Dawnflower. Dante is played by Brent. Brent, what is Dante excited to check out at this Belltide Market? And I am going to copy and paste into a new channel in our Discord, the gameplay channel. Um, the different places that you can go in the Belltide Market. Easy peasy. Are, they, are, are, are these the names of the stalls? <laughs> these are the names of the stalls. <laughs> yes. I am so intrigued by nuts, nuts, nuts. Dante, I, we have I, to go. I'm so too. I was like, nuts, nuts, nuts. Okay. Like, Here we go. So okay. Brent, you're, or Dante is excited to see. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking at the whole list here. Let's see. Dante, would you please read them aloud in Dante voice? Shall I read them aloud in Go Dante ahead. voice? Hmm, here I am, standing on top of this tower, looking over above the town. I see a bunch of stalls. Where shall I go? Mull it over. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Holy bling and holly. Carver's carved toys. Spicy cakes and yum-yums. The Smiths. Meet your maker. We just sell ribbons. Stop asking. There's so many places. Where shall I go? <laughs> I think I'm going to check out. Yes, it's that. Holy bling and holly. Let's go check it out. All right, Dante, let's go. So alongside Dante, we see Shira, uh, the human rogue played by Lauren. Uh, Lauren, you might be walking towards uh, holy bling and holly, but what is Shira super excited to check out at the Belltide Market? She's always down for some spiced wine. Um, so we'll have to go and check that out eventually. But after we go to Holy Bling and Holly, it's nuts, nuts, nuts all the way. All right. Okay, so your first booth that you uh, go visit is called Holy Bling and Holly. And you'll notice that, so this is like a really long uh, market that's kind of just going all down the street. Um, and the, it's the street that goes up to the upper market of Falcon's Hollow. Um, basically, the rich people live up on a hill. Um, and then that's connected by a street to the lower market, which is where all the poor people buy their like rotted vegetables. Um, and so the whole way up is lined with all these booths. And you'll notice that a lot of the booths um, as you're walking through it are actually kind of repetitive. Like a lot of them are selling the same, basically six things. Uh, but there's a ton of these Holy Bling and Holly booths and they basically have uh, bells and holly as the main two things that they're selling. Um, hence the name, Holy Bling and Holly. Um, so as you approach, you see a, a heavy set woman and you notice that actually almost all of the people who run this market, uh, they all seem faintly familiar. Um, and you might have met them at the, they mm. might be traveling carnies that you've met. Hmm. Okay. Hello there, Market Keep. It is I, Dante. I would like to check out your selection of bell. Well, now, you want some bells? You come to the right place. This is Holy Bling and Holly. We got all the bells you need, all the holly you need. We're here. It's bell time. Come on down. Well, tell me about the different levels of bells you have. Are they from 
different types of metal. I know nothing much about bells, so. Sir, we got one kind of bell. It's a bell-tied bell. I don't know if you're some kind of fancy boy from some other corner of Andorran, but out here we got bells, and that's a, that's a very much all we got. It's a bell. Mm, one kind. One kind. It's a handbell. You know, you can put it in your hand and you okay. can ring it. Can you show me one of these handbells and give it a ring for me? She does that. Oh, no. Don't you ever do that. <laughs> bling, bling, bling. Holy work. <laughs> bling, 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 bling. Amazing! Saren Rain! Light a shot upon this bell! I shall buy it. How much? Uh, it is one GP for okay. a bell. Okay, I'm gonna buy a bell. Dante's really into the shit. Is it shiny? It is shiny. It's like a normal, like, little okay. tinkly bell. Totally. I'm gonna... Dante is buying one of the bells. Okay. Um, alright, sir. Here we go. Alright! Ding, 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 ding! Ha-ha! It is I, Dante! Ding, ding, ding! How does the holly fit into this? Is it like the, does the holly come with the bells? Is there some story behind the holly? So you can and buy the... you can buy a holly sprig, a handmade wreath, or um, a bell, and they all have to do with the they're like the standard symbols of bell tide, like in the same way that a Christmas tree is a thing gotcha. for Christmas. Cool. cool. Um, do you want to do anything while you're at this booth? Are you basically ready to keep moving? I'm ready to go to Nuts, Nuts, Nuts. Sounds like a plan. Bling, bling, to Nuts, Nuts, Nuts. <laughs> bling, bling, bling. It's going to get so annoying so fast. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm going to This is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to make it hop up and pop up out of nowhere. It's going to happen. All right, as you are on your way to walk to Nuts, 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 which is essentially next to Holy Bling and Holly. Mm -hmm. You bump in to a small uh, dwarf. Well, short because dwarves are short. A normal-sized dwarf, I suppose. Uh, woman who uh, is going to be played by Sarah. Her name is Imogen Sutstock. Sarah, what is Imogen doing at the Belltide Market? Imogen is uh, casting up as she's looking down at her map, back up, back down, back up, uh, looking very perturbed and confused. Um, Dante, did you, did Dante bump into me? I'll say Shira did. Oh, Shira did. Oh, oh pardon. Uh, sorry about that. I'm um, um, new in town. Haha, welcome. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. <laughs> no, no, keep reading, Dante. Um, yeah, welcome. We, uh, we're not locals here either, so do you need help finding anything? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact. Uh, Eli, what time of day is it? Is it afternoon? It's evening. It's evening. Evening. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, well, I know it's getting on late in the day, but um, I'm here on a pilgrimage. I, I heard there's a, a, like a monastery to the to the, the father of creation, god of the forge, uh, Torog, praise be, praise be. And she makes the, the, the timeout sign like you do in football, but that's apparently how you um, praise Torog. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Y'all happen to know, I, I know I'm in the right part of Andorin, but... I'm 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 from Yamas, so I I don't know these parts. Well, the monastery you're talking about, you might not necessarily want to go there. Unfortunately, yes. the last time we were there, it had a lot of kobolds all over it. And we slayed most of them, but yes. But there might be a 
few the ones that we saw that we saw in front of us that we encountered a sacred site did my god uh, will not stand uh, point me in the right direction and i will go and uh, clean out the place myself praise be to torog <laughs> Dante, what do you think about this? Should we should we dissuade her or should we say cool, let's go? Hmm. Let me think. I'm not too keen on going back. Yeah, I don't I do not really I don't want to go back, but um how about you before you venture, since it's late in the day, why don't we check out some of these other stalls and possibly find you some supplies before you go. Yeah, you know, I, I gotta admit, I've, it's been a long, hard day of traveling, and uh, spicy cakes and yum-yums does look uh, mighty fine. All right, let's head over to some spicy cakes and yum-yums. So you're almost you're almost already at Nuts, Nuts, Nuts. Um, So let's go Come ahead on, and guys. go there Okay, first. yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, let, me, let me walk that back. Pause for edit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I gotta admit, I'm uh, pr- pretty tired. Uh, it's been a long day of traveling, but uh, I might be able to check out, uh, what is that? Nuts, nuts, nuts. Indeed, Wait, we're just heading we're there. Going. Yeah. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you imagine that? <laughs> we're real uh, podcasters now. Yes, we are. <laughs> Alright, so you um, walk all of like 10 feet, and you're at nuts, nuts, nuts. Uh, and it just, oh my God, it smells so amazing. It's just, there's these big uh, metal bowls filled with chestnuts that are roasting on an open fire. Um, and then they've just got bags, uh, like bags sitting everywhere in barrels filled with peanuts, hazelnuts, you see walnuts. Um, most of them are all roasty, delicious. It's just a bunch of nuts. It's a lot of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> this is my heaven. Yes, indeed. If um, you would, uh, and then and then the woman from the Holy Bling and Holly booth, which is like basically next door, she's just like running from one booth to the next. And she comes into the nuts, 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 and goes, "Hey there, you want some nuts?" Yeah, haha! <laughs> I would like to buy a sack of your nuts, please. Now it's <laughs> it'll be one gold piece per pound of nuts, and we sell them by the pound here. So do you want? Like does, one pound does, or like does, 20 pounds? Well, let me ask well, you, my you, companions. You don't, you don't sell nut sacks here? <laughs> that, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm buying a, a sack of sack. nuts. Sack is equal to one pound. To one pound? Okay. Yep. So if you fill it up all the way to the top, that you can you can do mixed nuts. You can do all one nut. You can do a kind of nice half and half nut kind of situation. At the end of the day, they're all, going, they're all nuts. So, <laughs> I vote... All of the nuts. <laughs> one one nut sack, please. I'll take one of everything nut sack, please. So one nut sack for each of you two fun <laughs> folks. How about you, uh, uh, Madam Dwarf? Would you also like some nuts all up in your face? Um, I, I can't say I like having nuts in my face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so she, she pulls out like a kind of a metal shoveling uh, tool and starts to... Uh, shovel just a mixture of hazelnuts, chestnuts, peanuts, walnuts, all of it, just like nuts, pecans, the whole deal, into uh, one bag. All right, so this mixed bag, that's for for you, uh, ma'am, the one that's kind of moderately shifty looking? Yes, please. That's one gold piece. Here you are, ma'am. Thank you so much for your nuts. 
And, and you. Can't wait to get them in my mouth. The big, scary, religious-looking one. You, you also want some nuts? <laughs> scary. You're so funny. But yes, I would like one bag of mixed nuts. Here's and... my fully work. <laughs> That's nuts being poured into a bag. Okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> she hands them to you. Oh, thank you. One That's, gold piece. So one gold piece. And then, Sarah, did you want... Does Imogen want them or not? She turns out her pockets and then says, um, you know, I'm, I think I'm all full of nuts. All right. So, um, uh, what you want to write down on these nuts is cause I just wanted to make, uh, basically nuts, uh, a food that you could have. Mm -hmm. Um, they, if you eat, you basically, you get three uses out of your pound of nuts. Um, and each use is one HP. Dope. It's kind of a Skyrim esque. So it's trail mix. <laughs> For context, I have eight copper pieces and one gold piece. I see. Uh, aren't you supposed to be much richer than that? That was, I, I spent everything on all my gear. But don't oh, worry, man. I have <laughs> okay. uh, fishing tackle and cookware and a crossbow, so I'll be able to hunt my own game. There you go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to about the same. I spent almost all of it on gear. <laughs> gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, so are you guys uh, gonna head over to Spicy Cakes and Yum Yums, or do you want to go to any of these other booths as a group? Hmm. I busted my nut at Nuts, Nuts, Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't mind looking at some uh, fine uh, craftsmanship. Is the the Smiths over there? Is that a is that an actual Smith? It's it's like a really normal Smiths shop. It's a Granny Smith. You can see <laughs> exactly. from, across, like from across the market. You're looking at it, and you're like, oh, it's it's just the local Smith has a booth going. Okay. Well, I want to go and 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 judge their craftsmanship. Sounds great. All right, uh, you turn around to like do that, and as you do that, you bump into um, a Cody. What does what does Briggs look like? Uh, Is he normal sized? Normal size, five nine, brown hair, short brown hair. Yeah, kind of moderate clothes, nothing like super fancy. Just kind of just an average sailor would be wearing. Uh, okay, so you turn to head over to uh, the Smiths. And as you do, you kind of bump into a tall, uh, a fairly normal-looking uh, kind of guy. Uh, he has a sailory look about him. He does not look like the uh, n- the like average lumberjane, lumberjill type folk. Uh, also lumberjack. All all three of the genders uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, of the folks that live in the uh, Falcon's Hollow kind of region. Uh, and so uh, you bump into him, and he knocks. I'm going to say he knocks Imogen actually over because he was walking quickly. Pardon me. Oh, my bad. Sorry, I was just uh, looking for drinks. I just got off a 30 day underway. I need some booze. Uh, well, if if you all want to head on over to the uh, mold wine tent, uh, I'm not a, a, a drinking dwarf, uh, so I'll uh, you know perhaps I'll bump into you after uh, checking out the Smith. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> uh, no, nothing wrong with sobriety, my good sir. <laughs> How about uh, Dante's going to like break this up and I'm going to go with our new friend or our new companion here, Briggs, and we'll split up. 
Yeah. So me, me and um, Imogen will go to the Smiths, and then Dante and Briggs will go to the mold wine tent. Yeah. And so okay. the, uh, I will do the mold wine tent first because I have it on the mind. Uh, as you walk up uh, and you find it because you can smell it, it smells like uh, mulling spices, which is kind of mostly cinnamon and clove and nutmeg and allspice and all that fun junk. Uh, as you walk up, you actually see that they've got more going on than just uh, mold wine. In addition to mold wine, uh, they've got a big uh, cauldron of cider, uh, mold in the same spices, but non-alcoholic for the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, because safety. Um, and uh, it is one GP for... Sorry, that's C. One, I was like, I made that very expensive. Uh, one CP for mold cider or mold, mold wine. Um, and then they also have some potions bubbling kind of back behind, uh, but they're unlabeled and you don't really know what they are. Hmm. Let's see. All right, Briggs, how about I buy you a drink? That's cool. I was going to give me something. All right, sounds good. It's almost some stank on it. <laughs> hey, we'll get you one with the stank on it. Yes, shopkeep, shopkeep. Where are you? A big, burly, um, lumberjack kind of type walks out and he goes, Hi, you want some cider or you want some wine? Or do you want something a little more magical? Well, my friend here wants something with a little stank on it. Do you think you could get something up for him? Now, nothing's more stanky than this wine. I don't even oh. know how old it is. Oh, right. We'll get him one of I'll those. I'll put the cork back in and who knows what's happen. <laughs> we'll now get it made one. it hot. Uh, I would also like to get me one of those, and I would also like to get a cider to go. He puts both of the um, the cider and the wine into these kind of simple clay jars. Um, nothing too fancy. They're just like kind of sun-baked uh, simple jars. So if you broke it, it's no big deal. Okay. And uh, puts a cork in the top of the one that was to go, and then the other one's kind of steaming and in your hand, um, and that'll be two CP. Okay. And are you going to drink one of them right away? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I basically bought a wine for Briggs, a wine for me, and a cider for our other guest who doesn't drink alcohol. So that's three CP. Okay, three CP it is. So as you drink the mulled wine, you immediately feel like very warm. Um, and it, you actually get a plus two to your cold damage resistance. Resistance yes. to cold for one hour. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna slam that back in like one shot. <laughs> Cheers, good fellow. Three sheets to the wind, then it is. <laughs> All right. Um back at the Smiths with Imogen and Shira. Uh you walk over to the Smiths and it's like Weirdly, it's just like the least exciting booth in this whole area. Um, everything else is very festive and bright and exciting. And this is just like super normal ass blades. And like, you know, they're there. Imogen freaking digs this and uh, will likely talk the ear off of the, the smith. Uh, you know, uh, we, we don't deal in uh, armaments, uh, my, my family. Um, the soot stocks, uh, you know, we, we're farriers, so we, we do the horseshoes for the, you know, the, the, the Talden horse. You you may have heard of it. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm curious about your craftsmanship and, and, blah, and she'll just go on and on uh, talking about, like, technique. And, in fact, I have 
a skill feat in specialty crafting, uh, specifically dedicated to blacksmithing. Um, so I'm, I'm freaking all about this and want to roll to see the, the quality of the, the work here. All right. Uh, give me a roll that is related. It's, to hey, guys, it's our <laughs> first roll, and it's so inconsequential. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> and you know what? Go I got a it. 17 on it. <laughs> That was a a seven on the die, but I have a plus 10 to this check. Jesus. You take a look and you're like, wow, this is average as all hail. (laughs) So almost unremarkable. It's almost like you can't even see it. Like it's not bad and it's not good. It's just like you're blinded by its mediocrity. It's almost even worse than if it was shoddy. Uh, (laughs) I mean, this offends me, both my ancestry and my religion. <laughs> uh, literally, my face just goes uh, stony. Huh. Well, Shira, shall we be on our way? I mean, I guess. Day, sir. Good, good day. Thanks for looking at my axes. <laughs> Shira feels bad and just like slides him a copper piece across the table. <laughs> Thanks for your time, sir. Yes. As he recedes into the distance. <laughs> um, as you walk away from the uh, the booth, do you meet up with your compatriots? Do you go check out a different booth? I think I'm good. I'm down to just meet up with Dante and um, Briggs again. Sounds all right to me. Yep. All right. All right, so the group meets up in kind of a... Uh, or open area where the booths are not too crowded together. Um, and that's going to be up in the top part of the upper market of Falcon's Hollow. Hmm. Um, do you have anything to say? To oh, no, I was going to say, hello, Imogene, hello. I got you a non-alcoholic cider. Would you like it? Well, that's mighty gentlemanly of you. I appreciate it. And thank you very much. Anytime, anytime. We got our friend over here, three sheets to the wind. <laughs> and just as you guys meet up, just as you slap the back of Briggs, you hear a. That was our horses cloughing. Horses' foots. <laughs> horses' hooves. need two coconuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a huge commotion across the market. Um, there's like a, a woman crying all of a sudden. You can see because you're up on top of a hill. Um, you can see down uh, there that a, a throng of people have surrounded uh, what what appears to be a horse. And you can't really see anything else, um, but there's like a, a scream that that yells out. What do you do? Hmm. I, I take off running. Like away from it, like, or towards yeah, it? Yeah, which direction? <laughs> uh, to the danger. Okay. To the commotion. Da- Dante follows as well. Yeah, she will go as well. Briggs? <laughs> sure. Ain't doing much of nothing. He, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna meander. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm on leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. He <laughs> don't give a damn. Alright, so um as you approach, there's just a you know, like 20 people surrounding what looks to be kind of a a half-starved horse, and there's a human boy uh, laying on the ground. He's probably about eight years old. Um, he looks to have just kind of 
slipped off of his steed and he is uh he is surrounded by people are you going to push forward to get closer to him absolutely and i'll call out to dante yes. uh yeah. dante you take care of the kid i'm going for the horse all right make way make way let me see the child What's going on and he walks he starts to push the cattle away in the name of seren rain and then he faints. Ooh. Oh. Boy, what's going on? I'm going to check. Uh, can I, like, do a, since this is Pathfinder 2E, is there, like, a medicine check? or? A... Yeah, you can do a medicine check um, so, to see if you, like, like just, what's wrong with him. Yeah, like, see yeah. what's going on. Like, check, see what his vitals is doing. Just give me a medicine check. Hey, yo, yeah, this one actually doesn't matter. Say 13 total. All right. So um, when you when you look at him, you can tell he's you know he's looks underweight. He's not looking super healthy. Um, but uh, you're there's no like obvious damage that you see. It's not like there's blood anywhere. He doesn't look to have been like specifically attacked. Just more like undernourished and exhausted. Hmm. How about the the horse? May I do a heel check on the horse? Uh, yes, go for it. All right. 27 on the heel check. Jesus. Oh. Um, uh, so does a heel check heal it, or is it, is it like you're identifying the... I do have, uh, I do have my healer's tools with me, uh, which, uh, should allow me to administer aid. Okay. So what you're gonna, what you're gonna identify with the tool is, like, this horse is just exhausted. It's been running for too long, and it really, all it really needs is, like, rest and food um so the main tools you might use would be like a rack to wipe its sweaty brow <laughs> That's what you do. yeah I'll, I'll i'll whisper sweet sweet uh nothings to the horse there there girl there there uh dante you got you got the boy i'm gonna take this this horse to the nearby stables uh yes, i'll indeed. be i'll be right back i'd, I'd like right, to like I've never felt so good in my life. <laughs> this must I'll be, be a horse. Dare I say it? A horse girl? <laughs> oh. Sparkles appear around its face and it appears to smile, which is creepy because it's a horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I could take it uh, to the, the stable over by uh, Jack and Apes and then just uh, run on back. Okay, so while you're doing that, Dante, are you going to be uh, administering any type of aid? Uh, or Shira, Briggs, are you going to be doing any? Thing, uh, to help this fainted child. Yes, at this point, I do have. Like he's out cold. <clears throat> yeah, he's out cold. Yeah. He's just like out. I say, if he. I don't know. We got any smelling I'm... salts? There you go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, give him some of that mold. Ether or whatever the heck that is supposed to be. Mm. Um, I'd like to ask the bystanders if there was anything they can tell us about what the hell just happened. You're such a rogue. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, we were just standing here, uh, madam, and uh, all of a sudden we heard a, a clattering of hooves and we turned and saw this this boy and he, all he said was, you know, help a couple of times before falling from his horse. I, I, I can't tell you what just happened. Now, first of all, don't call me madam. Second <laughs> of all, surely there has to be more to this story here. Which direction did he come from, for instance? I just came down here for a nice mold hunt and some bells and some holly. It's bell tie. This is bell tie marked. I'm not paying attention to which which ways somebody is a coming clattering in with their horses. He's not in a good place. There's too many people in this street. 
<laughs> I do declare. What in tarnation? The warning, I've got five voices, maybe. So That's fine. How many have we heard so far? <laughs> About five. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to use um, one of my lay on hands, Delio here. Can I do that? It does uh, not have any obvious wounds for what it's worth. That's fine. I mean, nothing. It's not like he's got any open sores on his body or cuts or I, anything I, like I that. I figure, but maybe like the grace of Sarah Ray might help because I don't have any tools or anything. Because <laughs> we just walked right into this. You're in a market. You uh, can go buy some. Yeah, no, 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 no. So I'm going to use lay on hands. Cool. Okay. Well, so you lay your hands on him. May and the power of seven may heal you. Your elements, child. Then um, all of a sudden some color returns to his cheeks. And, you know, his eyes flutter open. <sighs> Sir, uh, thank, thank you. How, how can I help? How can I, how can I thank you? I, I've come so, uh, help. You, you have to help me. It's I, okay. I, it's okay, child. I, I, don't, I don't... What happened? Where, where am I? You're in the market. What's going on? How, do, how did I get here? You came in on horseback. We don't know... We know as much as you tell, told us now. And, and you're... Who are you? My name is Dante Blackthorn. And when you say his name, or your name, sorry, um, his, like, eyes get really wide, and he goes, Dante, and Imogen, Sh- Shira, Briggs, I... I came to look for them. I saw, I saw a vision, and the there was a river of fire, and everything was burning, and and you have to come help. Oh, well, we're definitely happy to help. Um, where did you see? Where, where shall we help to? Where's this fire? River fire. You have to come with me to the, uh, the 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 lumber the lumber camp where my my father is. He'll he'll know what to do. Okay. Is everybody nearby, Dante, or am I the only one here? Uh, everyone is kind of surrounding. Oh, okay, cool. The I, was like, I didn't know if I was here to be like, hello, everyone. <laughs> is I, Imogen yeah. <laughs> back from the stable? Yeah, she, she came, came in to... Okay, cool, cool, great. Cool, cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just met these people. How do you know my name? Little men like 30 minutes ago. I saw a vision. Ah. I know you're the one. It, it has to be you. It can't take anyone else. Right, I do believe in visions, uh, and I, I wouldn't want to see one of uh, Torog's children uh, in distress. So I'll I'll follow. You, you lead, I'll follow. Yes, Dante will help as well and follow. Briggs, shall you join us? I'll buy you a couple of a mold <laughs> wine for the road. Briggs is a little weirded out. Could they use <laughs> identify magic? Like it's like a, some kind of a weird occult thing or something? Like the string. Sure. Yeah, you can give me a um. Well, do you have like a detect magic? Do you you don't have spells, do you? No, just identify magic. Uh, is that something that you can do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, cool. Uh, first level occult. And so, give me an occultism roll. Oh wow, natural twenty. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I'm expecting that. All right. So, <laughs> um, when you when you're trying to identify magic, that so there's like kind of like a tinge of magic around him. Um, it's like very, very faint. Um, uh, but it's like almost like uh, when you when you see something really hot, uh, like you're driving in the desert, 
um, how you kind of see like a wiggle on the horizon, sort of uh, that, or in Briggs terms, when you're sailing on the ocean and you look at the horizon, uh, there's kind of like a yeah, he come up like tarmac, <laughs> basically, yeah, and and so you see just like the very like the tiniest, faintest sense of magic around the kid, but you don't know, like you don't really recognize it, and it doesn't it doesn't seem like he's like it's hard to say. Okay. No one's suspicious of you. <laughs> this is really weird. I mean, magic and gods demonstrably exist. That's indeed <laughs> that is indeed the truth of both of our gods, actually. <laughs> of all gods. Of all the places I've uh, sailed, I've seen some weird crap. Well, do you want to see some more weird crap? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we're in for it if we do. And then we all jump in the air at the same time in slow motion. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten this far without being a little suspicious of people. The camera fades out. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, I think that's a wrap. <laughs> good, good session. <laughs> After an hour. Please, you have to come. We have, we have to go right now. Come on, Briggs, look at the boy. He's obviously seen something. Briggs, why yeah, are you I'll looking go. at me like that? We like have I to said, go. I'll go, but no one watching you. <laughs> Something's not right here. <laughs> All right, Briggs, you keep you keep an eye on the boy then. They call me Widgeon. Uh, I'm from the lumber camp up north. I, sorry, I, I'm so tired. I've I've been riding. I, I can't even remember how long, and it's been so dark. And I didn't. I just didn't even know where I was. I was sent by um, by my well. I, I was gonna come from my father's request, but but then then he he disappeared, and I saw this vision. I knew I knew I needed to find a hero. And, and you're you're the heroes that the vision told me to find. Um, and he hops on, uh, hops super gracefully on his horse. Yes. His, his horse is in the stable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Sorry, I forgot. Um, the horse teleported. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Where, where's my horse, young man? We're we're gonna have a, a long, hard talk about proper horse care. But for now, you can hop on my shoulders, uh, because because that horse ain't riding anywhere tonight. He hops on your shoulders and is like, Yeah, I have to go. Different kind of horse girl. <laughs> and then yeah, I transform into a horse surprise. I've been a horse the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining I'm imagining anamorphs, so That works too. <laughs> um, we're all doing great. Yeah, what was the kid's name? Widgen. Uh Widgen, the weakling lumber boy. Um <laughs> that's his full title. Uh, he, so he wants to go as soon as possible. Are you, it's nighttime. Do you want to stay, leave? Uh, do you need to prepare before you go? Let's do it. Um, so you guys are going to head straight out in the middle of the night. Do you, are you done with the market? Just checking. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you want us to be done with the market? (laughs) I don't care what you do with the market. All right. Um, so... The group follows the river north. Are you, you guys got the horse, right? We good? Uh-huh. I assume. Yeah. Um, okay. I was serious about having the horse on my shoulders. <laughs> or the boy on my shoulders. <laughs> okay. So it's going to be a longer uh, <laughs> trip than I thought it was going to so be. Because we're just leading the horse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So so as you all know, uh, Falcon's Hollow is on a river. Uh, and actually, let me real quick pop up that Falcon's Hollow map. Um, not that one. 
we have to if we have to like find places tonight i have i happen to prepare all spells all about finding places so guys we are set Dope. Um, cool. <laughs> cool you said that like such <laughs> a jerk cool <laughs> i didn't that, mean to that, that's awesome <laughs> So into this it right This is gonna now. be so fun. Um, can <laughs> I put images into? Yay! Okay, so this is the environs, the Dark Moon Vale area uh, that I have put in here. So, okay, uh, the group. This is fun. My tongue. All right, the group follows the river north, skirting around the edge of the dark wood. The gentle snow starts to fall as the group travels. Um, and you are heading towards, so you're following like the side of the river foam uh, against the current, and you're kind of going outwards. So uh, in previous adventures, we've gone kind of straight at the forest, or we've gone mm-hmm. uh, to the right on the map. And on this one, we're going uh, more to the left, uh, kind of towards where it says waterfall. Um, and so like heading into like the craggy, edge of the forest. <clears throat> Hold on, I have to pee. I don't want to go any further without peeing. <laughs> All right, I am back. Is everyone else also here? Mm, yes. Mm. I drank straight up like 30 ounces of hot tea in the Ooh. first period Yeah, of time. I'm like staring at her. And That's why like, I had to pee is because so much liquid. I'm like staring at her right now and she's slightly, she's slightly jittering a little bit. And resume. Uh, I'm gonna backtrack a tiny bit. Okay, so uh, the group follows the river north and as you are traveling, you are skirting around the edge of uh, the woods, so you're mostly in kind of a plains environment and you're following the river uh, against the current. Um... And do you have any questions for Widgen, or are you singing songs? Tell me about how you guys travel. So are you saying we're in exploration mode? (laughs) Why, yes. You are currently in exploration mode. Okay. In that case, I would like to literally do a plains lore check uh, to to see if uh, these planes uh, stand out in any remarkable way. Is that like really specific? I'm just curious. Yes, what it's is incredibly. Like, I have on my character sheet dwarven lore and plains lore. That's fucking awesome. Uh, go for it. Give me a give me <laughs> okay. a roll. Yep. <laughs> and then twenty for a twenty-seven. Wow. Yes. Okay, so as you look around, you're like, dang, these planes are very good at being planes. Like a horse could solidly live here. <laughs> um, and and you actually you notice that. Uh, these, like, the thing that you that you pick up with your dwarven plane fucking knowledge <laughs> is, um, is that uh, this area is, there's not a ton of planes in this area, it's mostly forest or craggy kind of uh, volcanic mountain type of environment, and uh, what planes there are seem to be uh, like, it used to be forest and they've cut it back um, so it's, uh, there's a lot of, like, former slashed and burned forest land. Uh, so the, yeah, so these, these are, these are planes that are younger planes than perhaps the, the planes of 
Yeah, Mavs, wherever you're from. Kaldor is the name of the Kaldor. country. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Does that answer your planes question? I'm, I'm quite satiated on planes lore. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you guys for coming. I, I don't know what I would do. I, we, we, my father, his, his name's Jory. He's, he's one of the, the lumber, uh, men, Jacks, however you want to call it. We, we go by many names. My mother is a, a lumber Jane. Uh, her name's Dory. And, uh, we, we, we live in and we live in this uh, camp that the lumber consortium runs uh, up by the edge of the the woods. His name is Jory. Dory and Jory. Dory and Jory. I did give them right. Don't worry. When we have a huge Twitter pre- presence, we can name I don't know characters after people, people that tweet about us or something. Be yeah. McBoatface. <laughs> Buddy <laughs> McBoatface. <laughs> That's Widgen's brother. <laughs> I think it should be Widgen and Widgen. Widgen, Widgen, Um, it, it's two days' ride from here, approximately. Okay, I'm just curious. It's really more like a day and a half, if I'm being honest. Um, but so it's very dark. Were we actually riding, it's kind or of cold? We... <laughs> I think you guys have brought the horse. Okay. If you're normal people. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we left in such a rush. I don't know. Second, but like. I, yeah. I imagine you borrowed some horses from town. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay. We don't want to ride a malnourished horse. Yeah, of no. Course, of course. You borrowed uh, Sheriff Deirdre Baleson's horse. I just pulled that out from memory. I saw it happen. Well I saw her eyes yeah. like. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> Good help. Okay. Um, okay. Da 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 da. Random encounter. Where did I write that table down? Oh. Um, okay, so as you guys are writing, it's like a super clear uh night on like half of the sky, and then there's kind of like uh like a snowstorm coming on the other um on the other half, like for the behind the mountains. Uh so where it's clear you can see uh, this like really just super seasonal and beautiful, glowy and warm and twinkly, wonderful meteor shower. It's super pretty. Ooh. And you guys are like maybe inspired to hold hands. Challenge by choice. Because mm. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's that's the random encounter you guys got. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wait, okay. Really? That's really the random encounter you got. There's some mean ones and there's some nice ones and you got that one. Dante's like really inspired by the night sky and slowly reaches for whoever was near him and I'm gonna say Briggs's hand <laughs> and be like, isn't this guy so beautiful? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I see it all the time. <laughs> I'm just curious, does Dante actually grab your hand? <laughs> He does, but he's like kind of like really put off by it. Like, what in the world? <laughs> Imagine grabs Briggs's other hand. <laughs> <laughs> and Shira, who has like very little faith in any of these visions and shit like that, is like, huh, maybe there is something to this kid's like vision for us. <laughs> and the horse in front of her poops. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Seems yes. right. 
Um, yeah. Okay, so you're not going to, let's say that it is now, you know, roughly midnight. Um, and it looks like a snowstorm is kind of coming your way, or at least clouds are. Um, are you going to make camp or are you going to keep powering through? Is there any kind of cover nearby, like overhanging trees or something? Uh, sure. There are rocks lining the river and you could kind of camp amongst the boulders. So like we'd have like kind of like a makeshift Overhang. roof over us? Yeah. yeah. Well, you could put some sticks up there or something. All right. Uh, I, I did travel on foot all the way out here to Andor, and so I'm 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 mighty comfortable uh, setting up a campsite. Uh, y- y'all wanna uh, uh, scoop out here for the night? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, sounds good. I'm happy to help. Well, how much night is left? Yeah, so I'm curious. Um, it's midnight, so eight hours. Tradition, yeah, you've got about eight hours. You can you could do an eight-hour rest. And it would be day. Mm. I'm down. I'm yeah. taste down. All right, let's do it. Let's see, for a good spot, Imogene. What what spot nearby do you see would be a good place to camp? Uh, and since we are bunk, uh, hunkering, hankering down. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pause for edit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since we're hunkering down for the night. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and blast off my third level spell, which is uh, Wandering Guide. So I call upon the Beyond to guide my route. Uh, when I cast the spell, I choose a destination. You receive an inspired route to that destination, allowing you and your allies who travel overland with you. Basically, Torog, please uh, guide us to the, the appropriate campsite in the I beseech you, Torog. And then I do the T sign. Um, <laughs> and am like emblazoned with uh, Torog's uh, warmth. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. And then did you say that it guides you to a place? Yeah, it's a third level spell. So it's uh, like I'm, I'm popping off uh, my biggest spell uh, at this level. Um, yeah, I choose a destination. I receive inspired route to that destination. And is your what's your destination that you chose? Sorry. Best campsite in the area. <laughs> Okay, so um, the, awesome. the best like campsite it. in the area is uh, by the river. Uh, there are several large boulders that, uh, there are th- basically three large boulders giving you more or less like a, um, uh, what's it called? Shelter on three sides. Um, I was going to say an isthmus, which is just incorrect. Uh, <laughs> it's three-sided, uh, but yeah. Not what that is, though. And I also, did I say that word right? I don't think I did. It's um, missed, yeah. You got it. It's missed. It's missed. It's missed. Anyway. Christmas. 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 Chrysler. <laughs> uh, so, um, yep, that's going to be your best spot, and you spot some uh, kind of twigs nearby already, which is what makes such a great spot. It's that there's, like, firewood right there. <laughs> Torag, I agree. These twigs make this the best spot available. <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, do you have to do a survival check to set up camp? Yes, no, maybe. Yes. We're going to say yes. Probably. Good, you make That's the a survival rules, skill. Yeah, I know. I sh- I'm not uh, not used to DMing, I guess. Cool. I'm, I'm going to roll to help out whoever decides. Okay. Uh, I've got, got a plus yeah. 10 bonus. Okay. I'm sorry. Plus yeah, 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 plus 10. Yeah. 
Man. Happen to be doing everything that I can do. The second we have to start doing diplomacy and deception and shit, I'm I'm out. I'm there. Right, Sarah. That's what's fine. your what's your survival check? Uh, eight on the die for a total of an eighteen. Uh, yeah, that'll. I got a twenty-five. So Dante helps out really well. <laughs> he carries all the sticks. Awesome. So you guys do a uh, baller shock collar job of um, building a campsite. Um, it's surprisingly cozy, actually. You're like, oh, as far as campsites go, this is better than usual. Um, and uh, who is going to uh, do a watch? Is anyone going to do a watch? Or are you just sleeping? I feel like Cody's the one that is a sailor and they do watches. And um, I feel like, uh, you know, that that's like up his alley. I don't know. I'll take the balls watch. The what watch? I don't know what that. I, I don't know what that means. There's but... a baller watch, a shock watch, and a collar watch. The balls watch is like the like the really late one, the one nobody wants to do. The balls <laughs> late one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, our balls is in zero 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 o'clock, which would be midnight. But yeah, gotcha. we would consider the latest one. So okay. you might do um, your watch in two four-hour shifts if you just want to do <clears> two of you. If you want to do all four of you, two-hour shifts each. Um, I'm down to take the other four. Okay, so just okay. Cody. I mean, I also do have dark. Do you have Cody? Would you have anything? No, just human. So you want to take the first one or the second yeah, one? Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the first one, and then. I don't take the second one, the late one. I think I have. Make sure I got that low light vision. So, okay. Cool. Um, all right, Brent, can you roll or Dante roll a D10? And then, do I get anything? Do I have to add anything to it or just no, a straight Just give me a two, two. Uh, a nine. As you are uh, chilling on your watch, not really anything crazy happens, um, except that that meteor shower kicks into high gear <laughs> and goes from like, Jesus. from like pretty to like, are those the Northern Lights this far south? This is so beautiful. You're having like a, you're having like a, you're, you're far too south for it, but you're having like a, like a, like a pseudo religious experience um, with just how like gorgeous and peaceful this evening is. Excellent. Um, that's awesome. So I'm just going to think to myself, Dante's like, what was in that mold wine that I drank? <laughs> <laughs> like kicking in. All right. And then uh, Briggs, give me a D for your second watch? <laughs> a one. <laughs> awesome. Uh, as, <laughs> so as you are um as you are watching, all of a sudden the snow comes from the like it just whooshes from down from the mountains. Um like really rapidly. And it's like this kind of semi-crazy, like it starts as a windstorm, and the next thing you know, it's like a full white-out blizzard. Um, and like you can't see two feet in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you can you can barely see like the other tents. Um, got about uh, five foot in front of you visibility. Uh, cockle doodle do, and it's morning, uh, or so you think, because the blizzard is such a white-out that. Um, I mean, like, it seems brighter than before when you could see anything. Now it's just, like, bright white and gray around you. I guess, uh, wake everybody up. Oh, my. I, I gotta do my daily ab 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 ablutions? 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 Praying. Um, praise there and rain! A blizzard! 
<laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Dante and Imogen, uh, you know, start start praying next to each other or something. Uh, competitive praying. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Pray was so much harder than you. Yeah, but when I came on watch, it just started coming really hard. Yep. Um, so I guess the question is, what do you do? You guys want to wait a little while and see if it passes over? That sounds good to me. There's no time to wait. Yeah, well, there's a snow... <laughs> there's a snowstorm, kid. <laughs> They're gonna help us if we die in that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, I feel I feel safe in this right now. My parents are going to die. Actually, since we're... I'm just a weakling lumber boy. Okay, so are we gonna hang out for a while? Nobody pays attention to me. <laughs> he starts kidding. tracing just circles, sadly, in the snow. <laughs> Okay. Distinctly like an anime character that he is also wearing yeah. a potato sack and he seems quite resilient in the snow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm very surprised. He was laid on. Yeah, laid on hands, which technically, if he was, uh, I don't know. Uh, Dante's like, yeah, I, don't, I was like, are we going to stay here or not? That's what I wanted. Hey guys, hey gang, Dante here. Um, are, aren't we supposed to shelter in place? I don't know. I'm, I don't live in Colorado, so I don't know anything about um, snowstorm stuff. In this situation, I think that we already have camp a place that we should wait, probably for the storm to blow over. Yeah, because it's it's still snowing, right? Yeah, it's still snowing. The wind is still really bad. The visibility is so, Is that coming in sideways? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like basically, that. you can't see for shit. So as oh, you yeah, guys hunker down, I want everybody to roll a survival check. Dope. Teen for Imogen. What was it? Can you type it in the chat? I got you. I got 22. I got 24. Okay, so anybody who went under 19, um, which would just be Cody in this case, um, and I'll go ahead and say Widgen. Well, probably I'll roll for him. (laughs) Gets a nat 20. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he did not do hot. Um, (laughs) He got a nine. Okay, so anybody who uh, was under a uh, specific number, but specifically the one that Cody... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Please do one D3 of damage. So that's a D6, and you divide by two. Hey, one. Cold damage. So you do one cold damage. Wijin got two cold damage. So he... Uh, has about four hit points, and he is weak and not looking jazzed. Mm. Anyone to walk out of there in this? <laughs> yep. You would have died right off the bat. Sorry. Um, I know I'm not built for this. <laughs> <laughs> Can Dante and I uh, help help Widgen? Yes, go for it. Yeah, I'd say I, I would actually like to help. I mean, can we, like, build a fire or something? That'd be great. I, I figured we had one, but maybe not. Okay. Because we got I mean, we didn't those... specify. We probably did if we made camp, but you did make a camp. There was really nice sticks for a fire there. Additionally, Eli, I, I have, uh, I bought winter clothes on my uh, oh. for uh, during character creation. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll bear the cold and and pass on my winter clothing to him. To Widgen or to Briggs? Uh, to Widgen. They would fit him probably better. <laughs> yeah. Does winter clothes have any specific? Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking on the gear and I, uh, oh wait, sorry. Just one second, everybody. Uh, I was in, I was looking for winter clothing, but I should have just been looking for clothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank, 
Thank you. Clothes, they're so toasty and warm. Anybody else doing anything fun? Blizzard snow in time. Oh, can I ask the kid if he's like hungry? I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten. <laughs> so, so hungry. <laughs> I followed the smell of cake to a market and then I just turned around and left. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that I would get some of those yum yums. I've like, it says we have like two them. weeks rations. Can I just give him one? Does that like change how many I have? I haven't eaten more than a ration a week for the last five years. <laughs> I think you're at 13 rations. So it's like 14 total? I believe so. Okay. I'll just, I'll just mark it down there in parentheses. Um, okay, so he he eats. Cody, um, give me a straight up and down D20 roll. 13. Cool. Okay. So after about uh, three or four hours, let's say four. After about four hours, it's now about noon. The snow has uh, just like run out of steam. Um, and you... Uh, look out and you could totally forge ahead. It doesn't look like any more uh, snow is going to fall. So, so it's about noon now? Yeah, it's about noon. Okay. And you're a half day's ride uh, from your destination. Cool. Onward and upward. Yeah, let's get on the horse. Horses? <laughs> um, the horses. The horses. <laughs> okay, good. The horses. The, the horses. The rest of your journey towards this lumber camp um, is pretty uneventful. Uh, You're riding horses, and it's about a half a foot of snow, so they can kind of manage that on their own. It's a good thing that you rolled above a 10, Cody, Uh, because otherwise that would have been a snow puzzle. Uh, So you approach the lumber camp. A bit of flavor time. A small encampment squeezed between the river foam and the dark moon wood. This lumber camp appears totally abandoned. A line of tents constitute the majority of the workers' quarters. Meager shelters made of thick cloth to keep out the cold. The lumber consortium building, perched above the camp on stilts, overlooks the area and doubles as a watchtower. Across from the tents lie the tools of the dark wood trade. A lumber pile of fresh trimmings wary hand axes, saws, and cutting benches. Sound of rushing water cut through the, cuts through the silence of the camp. What do you do? Uh, Widgen, uh, what's going on here? So you turn to look at Widgen and MIA. Uh, tracks? Do we, do we see any tracks on the ground? I'd no like, tracks. I'd be like, Briggs, you were supposed to be keeping an eye on it. What happened to the boy? Where did the kid go? I was looking around the town with you, Jesus. I told you we couldn't trust him. 